Hey, welcome to Real Talk Web Series episode 31. I'm Todd, and he's back. AJ. I'm back. He's back. It's good <laughs> to be back. It's good to have you back. <laughs> so hey, um, if I love to say hey a lot. I'm going to quit doing that. Anyway, um, I'm really excited to uh, have AJ back. I'm also excited to say we are literally at episode 31. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> right? That's awesome. Here we are. Hey, but uh, real fast, what is Real Talk? Real Talk is an opportunity to have real talk about real life, God, the Bible, um, what this all means to live together, and sometimes just what it is to live and mm. take time to really think about it. We don't promise to have all the answers. We do promise to take it um, seriously and mm. to hopefully drive you to the real source of truth truth which is the bible mm. up above i can't remember if it's going to be above or yeah like here you see www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk you click that link it's going to open up a form fillable box enter in your question or topic hit submit that's magic it appears anonymously i said that right right anonymously, anonymously in our database and then we will talk about it so we're up yep. to uh, about 760 Man, questions we've answered going uh yeah and we also, so the web series is, we kind of, it's been topical lately. Yeah. Um, but then on Thursdays, including this week, we go live on Facebook Live, Real Talk Live. I think we don't, we'll probably go at nine. Cool. Seems to be what we're doing. So yeah. probably see you at nine unless something changes. Yep. Pay attention. Yeah, like right. the page. <laughs> Got him. And there we go. Cool. So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Man. It was, uh, it was interesting uh, being off, you know, for a week and, Tuning in to, I got to see you guys do live twice. Austin, man, that's right. It's like he's still in the room. Even I know now. it's wild. It's like he never left or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, it was just, it was cool, dude, just to kind of look at it from the outside and just be able to interact and be part of the crowd. You know, it was fun. So you guys did great. I loved it. Yeah, and when you and I were talking off camera earlier about uh, episode thirty that Austin also co-led, and I just thought he did a great job. Um, I thought we had a really good conversation. I agree, man. And you, you, you were encouraged by it, too. And I was. It was. So that's pretty cool. It's so cool. You know, and that's, you know, this place is special. We have something like this that we're doing. You know, it's a weekly thing where it's, you know, it's based off of two, you know, regular hosts. Mm -hmm. But as soon as one, you know, is gone for a little bit, you know, we have people who are so amazing. They can step in and just, it's like, it just breathes new air into it. And it's amazing. You know? Yeah. Well, and I think it helps, too, for people to know, you know, for instance, Austin. We're really close to Austin, know mm -hmm. him well, so that helps, too, because it's Absolutely. not like you're dealing with someone you don't know. It's someone that has exactly you have real talk with, too, which we have said this numerous times, and one of kind of the overarching themes of real talk is finding people in your life. Do you have three to five people in your life that you mm -hmm. can have those real discussions with? So, yeah. It's, now, typically, it's we start this off by just... <laughs> sorry. A uh, production crew member's face is making me concerned. He seems worried, which is concerning me, and I need him to give me a thumbs up if we're good. Okay, we're good. Yeah, I'm very sensitive to this. You know this. Oh, These yeah. guys have to know. Squirrel. Yeah, man. Well, it worked when someone's going, <laughs> I'm thinking there's a problem. So, all right. Anyway, well, <laughs> you're That's back, hilarious. and we're right back. To, I'm not professional. It. So, uh, yeah, typically what we do uh, to start off the show is just say, man, how you been? How's life? How's, how's your week? I guess it's been really two weeks now for That's you. That's right, yeah. Uh, so vacation was amazing. Um, it all went by so fast. I got there, so I took a flight to uh, Phoenix Mesa Airport in Arizona. Uh, landed. As soon as we landed, hopped in the car, went and got some In-N-Out Burger. That was delicious. <laughs> Never had it. <laughs> so good, man. Um, and I think I've told you this before, but it's actually super cool because 
on all on their on their cups, on their fries, and on their burger wrappers, they have different Bible verses. I do remember you telling me, and that this, was yeah. so cool because I had no idea they were any sort of like religious organization, which is super awesome. Um, yeah, I didn't either. So did that, and then we drove all the way to Los Angeles. Uh, so that was like almost eleven or twelve hours of total travel time just from the first day out there, and it was. So did you take off as soon as you got there? I mean, you said you oh, ate yeah. and then just rolled. Boom, gone. Wow. All the way to what Los Angeles. What time did you get in there? Did um, you say? Sorry if I missed that. Landed or to Los Angeles? Like when you landed before you took off to Los Angeles. What time did you get to Arizona? We got there at about, I think, 2 or 3 p.m. Oh, p.m. And then you just ate and left. That's right. Wow. And it was, man, it was intense, honestly. Got there, stayed at the hotel, and then we just, again, back on the road doing a bunch of crazy stuff. It was cool, though. You know, I got to go to the Grand Canyon. Saw the Grand Canyon for the first time. Was that pretty surreal? Oh, man, it was so beautiful. And it's so cool because... Being a Christian now, like like it just it brings a new perspective to things like that. You know, people who who aren't even believers can go and, and appreciate those things, but when you go there and go, wow, like God, you to go. wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just man, it reminds me of that verse that says all creation points to Him. You know? Oh man, and it was just so beautiful. We kind of you know just there's a bunch of different points where you could kind of look and like there's some uh, some views that you could stop at where you could see the Colorado River all the way at the bottom. It was beautiful and. uh so yeah, I got to do that. Um, went to uh, a hotel that's also used to be a, a, a cruise ship called the Queen Mary, uh, and that's in Long Beach, California. Um, Long Beach represent. That's right. <laughs> LB. <Yeah. laughs> um, and that was really cool. Uh, it's considered one of the most haunted places in the world. Uh, what a weird thing. I know, right? It was so. And um, the f- most thing, I f- the most interesting thing about that hotel is like there's no security, so they just have. All these people staying in this ginormous, like, you know, six-level ship, and, and it's just open all night. So people can just roam that ship endlessly. Doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> the ship must be. Is it just so massive? Oh, it's, that... it's huge, dude. And it, it was actually really cool because uh, they compared it to the Titanic. Like, they had, like, actual, um, like, you know, those uh, scale. replicas. Yeah. yeah, that you can, like, people put in, like, What is boxes. the difference? Oh, man. it's I think it's just as big. Wow. Yeah. And I, I was sitting, I was standing, I was sitting, like, endless like yeah. wild um what else did i do i feel like there's three big things we did i always leave one out oh uh, universal studios oh yes yeah. that's right nice yeah. hey, a bunch of universal studios <laughs> uh in in hollywood and that was that was really fun too man a lot of cool rides uh cool overall experience they had a tour uh the tour was cool i know i told you guys about the war of the worlds you know where they had the actual set still set up with all the plane wreckage and everything and that was super cool so and you said, overall how, how much was that spent? oh man they said it was a three hundred thousand dollar set and that it was in the film for four minutes <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah it blew my mind man the uh, amount of money that gets poured into those that sort of made me go i've been thinking about it since you said it three hundred thousand dollars would change my life forever and steven spielberg was like you know what Four hey. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to Stevie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, Steve, give us a call. <laughs> uh, that's right. Give us some, some better production value over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, vacation was good. Uh, but it is it is nice to be back. Uh, I immediately, man, it's so cool because I know, you know church is special. And, you know, old me would have never wanted to come to church. But it's so funny when you're away from church for a week. Uh, I got back. What was it? Was it Friday or Saturday? I think I got back Saturday, didn't I? I don't remember. But the next, I'm pretty sure it was Saturday because the next day we had church and I came in, stepped foot in here, man. I just felt the energy just come back, just hmm. oh, and it was so good and so glad to be back with my family. 
even though it's with my other family. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I get it. Yes, yeah, just church family and just man, be back in the swing of things and I'm feeling good. Energy's good. Just man, God is good and I'm just so happy. Uh, yeah, just glad to be back. And overall, it's been great. So good, man. That's awesome. I'm glad it went really well. Yeah. But how about Todd? How's Todd doing? You know, I uh, I got in so the last week. I don't really I don't really know. I can't really tell you what about the last week. I think just kind of the same thing. Church went really well. I thought Sunday. Um, a lot of exciting things here. I say that a lot. So a lot of my time's taken up by that. Um, but today, and specifically, ironically, not planned. Mm-hmm. I had I got in um, this morning and just had some very quiet time with God and in the Word. And man, it's so weird because I, I, I had told myself when I got in, I'm going to take some quiet time with God. I literally said that. I'm going to read. And then the first thing I do is start surfing the internet, like on my, at my desk. <laughs> and then I, kept, I even thought to myself, like, why am I putting this off? And I finally was like, I'm waiting to feel like doing it. Mm. And so, you know, I do it, put sense. it aside and I start reading. And man, I was like, oh, you know, you have this thought, these thoughts in your head of this isn't doing anything. And man, by the time it's done, it's one of those things again where you just realize that man does not live on bread alone, but by the very word of God. And just the way I can, best way I can put today is I've just had a, a feeling of the sweetness of the Spirit, man. Just resting in God, and I felt like today was just a gentle reminder in a lot of ways that He loves me mm-hmm. and that I'm His son. And um, and I get that encouragement came through His Word, but also through interactions with some people and you know a lot of times you see a lot of the worst of people but there's people out there who will never hear of you'll never know they'll never Mm. be famous that are doing just some beautiful amazing things for jesus Ah, for the kingdom and that encouraged me man almost i was talking to you about it earlier off camera too and almost made me cry just just this just a good day of man he this is my father and he loves me and like i see his kids at work my brothers and sisters that are out there, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to focus on a lot of that negative stuff. Yeah, um, I always think one of the curses, I guess, of being—I hate using the word leader, but a leader. My type of personality is I'm yeah. always—I'm a problem solver. So sometimes I think I look for problems to solve, right? Instead of just resting in what and where I'm at, right? So and that may not mean a lot to a lot of people, but for me, where I often feel like the stepson. Today was a day where I felt like his son, and that was really mm. encouraging. And I encourage you guys That's too. Really good and, man. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Thank you. And then first, uh, not first, in Titus three, um, verse five, simple thing that's been stuck with me all day. I shared in our men's group, and um, I'll read it real fast. Actually, yeah. I pull it because I just shared it with several people. Mm. But I think it is. Um, he saved us, not by works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy. Mm. And I think that's not a coincidence that I had this feeling again of, I don't have to strive to be a son. I don't have to strive for him to love me. He loves me because that's who he is. That's right. Um, so that's been really cool, man. And very, hopefully you guys, <laughs> I think you hear me complain a lot. So I just want to encourage you guys and tell you, man, today is one of those days. And I, one other thing I caught myself doing in the midst of this is being nervous that I'm having a good day. Mm, that's how weird to. I am, that I'm not allowed to. And yeah. I'm like, well, as soon as I get happy about something, that's when I'm going to get my legs gonna, yeah, kicked out right. from under me. The tidal waves. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like fighting. 
So I've been fighting that. I, I actually walking up the stairs to come to the studio. Yeah. I had that thought of you can't get happy because I was like, man, thank you, God, don't be happy. I'm like, oh, that's so irrational. And I was like, no, I'm going to. And and just that thought came mm-hmm. in my head. You are my son. So hey, be encouraged. God loves you. And amen, man. It's good stuff. Wow. So, yeah. Um. That being said, and what's a verse that encourages you guys? I would love for you to post below. What's a verse that encourages you for you, you know, uh, that speaks to you? And, you know, let's make it specific. How about what's a verse that has encouraged you in the last two weeks? I love it. Even if it's that one I just shared because that one encouraged me. In the meantime, we do have, I like to, this is live on the spot in our database. We have. I have no idea what's coming. I don't. The person says, not sure if this is a question or more of a topic. I am someone who loves having a plan for everything and being organized, etc. But lately I feel like I no longer have a plan for the future. I sort of feel like I'm just going with the wind, hoping God puts me where he wants me. Hmm. And it's scary and uncomfortable. Is it wrong to live in such a way with no idea what my next step will be? Do you think God puts seasons like this in our life for a time or this lasts longer than expected. Interesting. First off, I applaud you for being organized because I am not organized ever. <laughs> um, what? Um, yeah, right. So uh, I think it's a good trait to have. If you're an organized person, that's that's awesome. I think, but everything has its advantages and disadvantages. And I think a disadvantage to being so you know organized da, 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 and everything's there is you tend to get so caught up in it. And, and you forget, you forget almost everything that you're doing has a deeper meaning. Mm. Even no matter what it is, they can even be grocery shopping, you know, like you could be like, you know what? I have to go grocery shopping at 1035 AM. And if I miss it by two minutes, my life is over, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then like, yeah. I'm starving <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like, like you forget, you just, you get blinded by the schedule. So it's interesting that they mentioned seasons because I think that's totally plausible that God could be giving them, you know, this sense of like, man, I don't have any organization to make, maybe possibly tell them, Hey, you know, my timing is perfect. You know, hmm. let yourself go for a little bit, breathe, you know, experience the other side, you know, mm-hmm. because we can always get caught up. Like I said, there's always an extreme in everything. So if you're going a little too far to the extreme side of being organized, maybe he's just trying to pull you back a little bit. Um, and just, allow you to understand hey you know it doesn't have to be this way because you're missing out on so much because it's this way Hmm. so that's what i got for that one yeah i think that's good i was actually coming at it um a different way but i actually agree a lot i think sometimes you know god's goal for us each individually first and foremost is to make us more like him and to get us to live in a deep faith in him and relationship and trust Mm. faith is trust right yes i uh, the definition of faith is complete confidence and trust in something Webster. Yeah, <laughs> Miriam. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think sometimes it is great to be organized. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's being a good steward of your time sometimes. Absolutely. But I also think that organization, because we're humans and our and our fleshliness, can quickly turn to control. And when and you realize you don't have control, yes, um, it can make you feel out of control and scared. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do think God is like, stop, stop striving, stop... Stop worrying about tomorrow, right? He says that. Jesus said, um, don't worry about tomorrow for to, um, today has enough worries of its own, right? That's a big deal sometimes. And I, I love, this person sounds 
sounds like you're on the right track. Seasons. I love that, right? We have, you know, you can't have, uh, you don't have summer without spring and you don't have, you know, the time of planting crops without, you know, that happens, the crops grow during a certain season because right. that's when it's favorable, favorable for them to grow. And I think this is the same for us. Sometimes we go through seasons that's favorable for us to grow in whatever way God's trying to get us to go. So I think it's really good you connected that. The other thing is the other side of that to speak into your fear, um, because I also think there's times that's scary. It's not. Let's let's put aside the organization. The scary oh, yeah. of going. What what do I want out of life? Oh yeah, man, it's so uncomfortable. Um, we had a talk with a friend of ours today, and I, I don't know if you we were at lunch with him, and yep. I said to him, I specifically said, I go, what do you want out of life? And, you know, he said, I don't know, and, and you could. And I, he said, well, he started to tell me what, what job, you know, I would take this job. What would you do in the job? I don't, I, I don't know, whatever. I said, well, what do you want? What? So we're so scared. I always think we're so, we're so scared to dream. Mm. We're so scared to even let ourselves want anything. Right. Because we're so used to being let down, I think. Oh, yeah. So I think that when you, if you start with, to your question about what's your next step, what I always tell people is, what do you want? Big picture. God comes down and he says, hey, you can have anything you want, not the whole, you're a millionaire for no reason thing. Sure, yeah. What do you want to do? Um, what is that? Because I think even if you can't have that, because for whatever reason, although I'm, I tend to be a person that thinks anything's possible. I really do. But that dream you have, in that dream, there is a nugget or a seed or a kernel of your heart and what bring, makes you feel life. Mm. And if you can figure that out, then you can start figuring out the next step. Sometimes we're sitting and we don't let ourselves dream. And so we start thinking about what's the best path. Uh, and then you get frozen. Does that make sense? Because yeah, best is I, dependent on everybody else. Yes, I've totally been there. And it's interesting. And you mentioned it. It's because people are so scared of you know being let down, being hurt. And, it, and man, it makes me sad because... There's so many different angles of this too, you know. Like you said, that's one of them. That's one. That's one. You know, alley is is you know people getting hurt, and then some people take it to the extreme of you know. I know we've mentioned before, and I think this is something I can also struggle with sometimes. Like first off, you know, I hate failing, and I hate mm -hmm. feeling like I you know I let people down. But then there's also this other side. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys can probably relate to this, where you know we met, we've mentioned before here at the Remnant, we talk about you know you know love God, love others, love yourself, you know. People usually say, like, you, say, you always mention those I am second videos. Like, it's more like I am a third. Yeah. Um, and people can take that so far to the extreme that, like, you know, they get so lost. Like you said, like, you might ask them questions. Like, I don't know because I just never even thought about myself at this point. You know. They don't matter. That. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, that's not in what it means. Mind. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, when, when you put in, in that order there, it's not, it doesn't mean that you have no value. It's just saying, hey, make sure you focus on others because God's going to take care of you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you can't have you know, goals. It doesn't mean you can't have these things you want Dreams, to do. Yeah. That's right. So it's, it's, it's wild, man. And it's interesting how, you know, us as humans, we just have all these different reasons that just, you know, man, they just, they can hinder us if we, if we let it. And, and it's maybe, tough. maybe that's a, there's a connection between that season too. And maybe the season is for, for you to, for God to get you to realize that you matter and that he cares about your heart and that mm -hmm. he has healing to do in your heart and that he wants you to dream and lead you somewhere differently. Hmm. Um, because I know that a lot of times their description, being organized does not mean this. It is a good thing. So we're not saying 
But let's say this person sounds like they're used to always having that next step. Yep. And those type of people tend to be very driven, but they can also be very people pleasing, which mm-hmm. is why they have to be so organized because they have so many different balls in the air because they're trying to please everyone. It's right. And sometimes when you do that, you lose that your life has meaning too, mm. which goes back to what you said. Absolutely, we love others and put them first, mm. but that doesn't mean that we're not good stewards of our life too and like yes. what God's given us. And that that's so good. Man. So hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. I think it. Enjoy this season. Let instead of letting it be a source of worry for you, maybe take it as a time where your father, right, your daddy, has picked you up and said, "You know what? Uh, you're done working for today. Let's just spend some time together. Yes. Let's let's talk about what you, where you want to go and where I want you to go, and let's dream. And mm. so be encouraged. God has a purpose for that, and don't worry about tomorrow. Let yourself mm. sit in it. And Absolutely. Enjoy it. And thank you for asking that question because yeah. I'm sure you asked Topic. it for a lot of people. Yeah, That's we very, love that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Keep bringing up topics. I love the idea of that. We've we've kind of shifted a little bit because um, some people are like, well, I don't know what question to ask. Well, it could be a question or it could be a topic. That's right. You know, it could be something as simple as, can you talk about uh, divorce? Can you talk about marriage? Can you talk about homosexuality? Can you talk about, I don't know, um, money? Well, let's let's talk about it. So that's right. Anything. So yeah, uh, that's good. Um, I think I had a couple thoughts. I told you this ahead of yeah. time, topically. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that has been on my mind a little bit is, there's two, and I'm trying to figure out which one of these two I want to, one we kind of talked about, you and I personally yesterday, mm-hmm. and the second is the easier one, but it's sort of big topic, what do you think, Ooh, my voice is changing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real boy. Uh, what no. I have been struck with, you and I are not married, either of us, mm-hmm. uh, relationships, sure, Yep. they're hard. Right? Yes. Uh, marriage, I think both, if someone were to ask both of us, we would both say we want to be married. Yes. But I've been struck lately with relationships and marriages. I see people that are married. I think about myself as in relationship, processing toward getting married. Yeah. What do you think's the big, what's the, what's the hardest part that you, I assume, well, maybe you don't, maybe you're weird and okay. I'm, or maybe I'm weird. Okay. Do you ever have things where you're like, man, I don't know if I want to do that? And if so, what's the hard part for you? Um, what's the hardest part about being in a relationship? You're in one. Yes. What's the hardest part for you? So for me, the, okay, I think I can come at this because I feel like I have a lot of reasons, actually. Um, one, who I used to be. <laughs> um, since I didn't grow up in church, um, I didn't live the right way, especially with re- past relationships. That's affected me. Um mm. And, and, you know, if you were to ask me, you know, this is my first true, you know, like trying to do it right relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's been hard because it's not what I'm used to. And even though, you know, you claim the name of Christian and all these things. Ignore that, guys. We have work being done on the building. That's right. Uh, unplanned. <laughs> that's just a saw cutting random pieces of wood. Moving on. Moving on. Um, we'll get closer to the mics. <laughs> um, so I think that's, that's big there is, um, I, I struggle with, even though I've claimed the name for a long time, when you get into a relationship and you're not used to that, there's just automatically things you're going to struggle with because you're not used to it yet. Mm-hmm. So then you have to experience those things and then grow in it. Mm-hmm. Um, with that also is, uh, I would say 
clashing viewpoints sometimes on things, depending mm. on where you're at. Uh, man, there's a lot. Relationships are just tough because you always have to, um, you have to do your best to love them no matter where they're at. So you know, because love is not a feeling; it's an action. Mm. So if they're having yeah. a bad day, you know, you have to do your best to not provoke those that negativity any yeah. more than it's already there. You know. Yeah. So, and that that's why love is so selfless. You know, it reminds me. And that, mm. I love that it brings you back to Jesus because that's how Jesus was. He's like, "Why are you hitting me?" What have I done? Okay, well, I still love you. You know? Yeah. And it's the same thing. You know, I, I can find myself something that I struggle with. And I've, I've had a lot of conversations about this is I tend to, I used to be, well, I probably still am sometimes, but a people pleaser, bad. I lived my whole life really pleasing people, doing whatever I could to make everybody happy. It didn't matter what it took. I was going to make everybody happy. Um, so what I ended up having to do was, just kind of change everything about who I was in that capacity. So instead of, I've, I found myself growing farther away from saying, oh, I'm sorry that this is happening. I'm sorry that all these things are, you know, or, you know, you know I can understand how you're feeling this way. And I just dove straight into, you know, well, let's fix this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Well, what about this? What about that? You know, well, this is what I think. You know, I think you're thinking this way. You know, maybe you're overreacting. Maybe you're doing all these things. And people... You know, especially in my relationship, you know, that can be tough because I can be like, well, you know, I just want my feelings to be acknowledged. And it's like, oh, shoot, maybe I didn't do that, you know. So that's one of my biggest things is trying not to people please people and people please people. And that can really, uh, that can kind of, I guess, dilute a couple things. Like it can make me not look as loving as I am, you know, mm. or that I don't care as much. I hope that made sense. I was kind yeah. of rambling. But. No, no, no. It made sense. <laughs> it's hard to talk when you got a saw chopping through, <laughs> through the world. Uh, chopping through the world. Um, yeah, you know, I, I like what you said, man. And I think you, what I'm going to kind of piggyback off that. Yeah. What I've realized about myself and when I see others, all of us, mm-hmm. and I think God knows what he's doing. I mean, he does. But I, it's, it's cool to see it. Mm-hmm. We are at our most selfish. There is nothing that will bring out our sinful selfishness more than romantic relationships mm. because I see it everywhere. There, mm. there's, a, there's a level of intimacy, no matter if you've got a girlfriend, you're dating or whatever, right? Or married, marriage even more. You see each other deeper on a deeper level than your average people. Yeah. And so with that intimacy, this is just my thoughts I've been thinking, comes a fear, a fear of rejection. Mm. Um, this person is seen past that, you know, each level of relationship kind of goes, gets closer to your heart, right? Oh, so yeah. uh, people are out here. Okay, yep. well, I'm dating. I let them in here. Yep. Okay, now we're exclusive, whatever you want to call it. They're here. Yep. I'm engaged. I'm here. I'm married. They're here. And yeah. now they see me. Oh, that's good. And I'm, I I think they see me for what I see me as mm. a lot of times. And I think we're self-protective. And what I meant by God is I think it's incredibly beautiful and so powerful that he said, you know what? This scariest thing is what I'm going to use to show the world how I love you because that's how scary love is and that's I want you to know what love my love for you is like yeah. you know in relationship I want you to understand Dude. every time that someone you know if you got a girl we're guys a girlfriend if you got a boyfriend a husband and wife what how one of the things I've, I've I've wondered and thought to myself lately is how would Jesus love them in mm. that moment yeah 
people are irrational. They're mean sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're mean sometimes. Your wife, your husband is mean sometimes. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, you're mean sometimes. Yep. That's the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. As we get, yep. and, and hopefully that becomes less and less. But what do you do when they are at their most unlovable? Mm-hmm. And I think, I'm telling you, you said it earlier. To me, it has just been hitting me the last two weeks. That's why I want to bring this up. Um, as I see marriages and everything, I just keep thinking, Lord, you loved us and love us so radically because we spit in your face. Oh, man. We we tell you we hate you. Yep. We in our actions we we don't respect you, men. That's a big thing for us because we don't respect God when we don't listen to Him, when we don't take His advice seriously, and yet you love us, and that is the way that we should love. That's what marriage should be. That's it right. should be characterized by this radical love that makes no human sense. Gosh, man, that's and, wild. Yeah, and I, I love that you did it, man, because that's where I was going to go of, <laughs> of tying it to, uh, and that's what I meant through my part yes. here is, is God. Like, man, when it says Ephesians 5, you know, he says, this is a mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. That's right, his bride. Yeah, and you're going, yeah. when this is after he describes, you know, uh, husbands love your wives, sacrifice wives, respect your husbands. He goes, I'm, and even Paul, I think, didn't quite fully get it. He goes, I don't understand it all, but I want you to know that this picture of your marriage is tied to Christ and us, mm-hmm. and that is going to show people. Yeah. And um, man, I think it's tough, and I think too many of us go into relationships and marriages thinking it's about what the other person gives me, mm-hmm. right? That's Instead right. of, honestly, this isn't Christian. I want you to think, Christians or whoever out there, you that go, oh, I've heard this, listen to this. Like what I think it's actually about you serving. Yeah. I, I mean, think I, about 100%. it. I think, I think that's what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, I know it, but I mean, I want you to, what if we actually said, when I go to say I do, I'm not going, oh, I always have a partner now. He goes, oh, I'm always someone's partner now. I'm always mm. someone's best friend. I'm always someone's support now. Not work, you know, because a lot of times I say, I just want to, I hear people say this, I just want companionship. That's, that's good and real. I just want this. Well, guess what? When you get married, it's about you being their companion. Mm. You got to quit worrying about their part because mm. even if you could fix their part, if you don't fix yours, you're still not at a hundred percent. That's right. Right. You're not, you're not, you're not perfect marriage. Mm. So if both people were seeking God and seeking to serve each other, wouldn't that be cool? And I, and I, and I suck cool. at that, right? Like, right. You know what's interesting, though, is maybe this is just me. Like, this, is, this literally just hit me. So I, you might be like, no, AJ, that's not right. <laughs> but um, oh, so I think of, like you said, like, you know, perfect marriage. What if a perfect marriage is actually never going to exist? Because when you think about Christ and him loving the church, we're the church. And are we perfect? No, we don't hold off our end of the bargain. And yet we are his marriage to him. I, yeah, I, I think is, you're right. That is literally such a beautiful picture. But I think that, I, you're right, and I think that's the point. He's like, you're going to be imperfect to love each other anyway. That's right. And when you see it, at least, when I see it, when I, the, the, the times that I see a husband or wife love each other in ways, they're small, man. Okay, I'm not going to, he might even be in Austin. I was with Austin last Friday. He doesn't know this. He's married. Mm-hmm. Um lovely wife uh good friend of mine but you know she's not perfect 
He's not perfect. Mm -hmm. And when you're close to both, you see both those imperfections. That's right. But I see him still call her and say, do you want anything from this store? It sounds so minor. Or I want to pick up this for Taylor. Oops, said her name. I want to pick up, uh, you know, whatever else it is. I want to do this. I'm like, man, that that's a beautiful thing. It because is. just even thinking that way mm -hmm. is tells me that his mind is always with her. Mm. Is always saying way. And I and and I have a lot of friends that way. And and I don't know. I just it's a beautiful thing. And I but it's a hard that. thing, man. And and ah, I hate my selfishness. Mm. And um. You know, we can go way more into detail. Typically, this goes to the men and wife stuff, but I th I'm more fascinated by the relationship itself. Me too. I, um, I agree, man. And what I was watching a video by John Eldridge and his wife, Stacey Eldridge. They were a uh, wild at heart, captivating. I love that guy. Love, made an impact on my life. But one of the things he talks about is we, we carry agreements into our marriages. We make agreements. So what it means is I she will never understand me. He will never be, uh, he will never love me well. We have these thoughts that we we agree on in our mind. Like, yeah. And through that lens is how we see the marriage, and that affects the marriage. So if I go into – if I'm saying to myself I'm married, for instance, and I say she just – she never respects me, then I'm going to be looking for things that prove my thought right. right. So it colors everything in the relationship. Does that make sense? Yep, so yep. you have to recognize those agreements and recognize them as not true so that you can – have real intimacy and love and mm -hmm. have a healthy relationship. And man, when he said that, it made so much sense about even in dating relationships I've been in, I come in with these agreements in my mind, these thoughts about myself that I put on them that, and even if it's true, you're, if you say someone will never respect me, for instance, you're taking away their ability to ever change it's because right. you've already said what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. I, don't know. I thought it was really powerful. I have to show you yeah. that video later. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Man, you sent me an article earlier that was so good. Yeah, same um, same uh, couple. That's awesome. And I was sitting here thinking, um, it's interesting because, like I said, like you know, I'll never be perfect, and that's a great representation of Christ, and you know, and us as His bride as the church. And then it hit me that, you know, there's another verse in the Bible that I feel like kind of connects it in a way is, you know, it talks about, you know, you know, we're made perfect in, in, in our weakness, you know. Yeah, you know, my power is made perfect. That's yeah, right. His power is made perfect in my weakness, yeah. That's right, and it makes me think of marriage, too, in a way, because, again, like, you know, he knew our weaknesses and still was like, I'm going to die anyway because I love these, you know, I, you know, I love you. Yeah. And it's the same way of, like, I know as a, as a husband or a wife, like, I know your imperfections, but I'm going to love you because, I mean, it's just... You were, you know, you were made perfect in your weakness, and I can see that, but I still love you, you know. Mm. So that picture of that comparison of, you know, what it's supposed to look like between, you know, the relationship between Christ and church and a, man, and a husband and wife, you know, and it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, what I would, I agree with you, man. I'm just in thought. So yeah. I guess kind of us wrapping that topic up is, folks, if you're listening, if you're not married, you're not in a relationship, and you're... Your primary focus is finding the right person. Mm -hmm. I'm going to challenge you to stop making that your focus and start focusing on being the right person. Ugh. Right? Why yes. don't you start focusing on being the right person for that person you meet? Mm -hmm. And um, you let, you know, God handle them. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't mean we're not wise and discerning in who we pick. But, you know, spend a lot yeah. of your time getting ready. I know this. And I've brought this up before. If if I had a daughter and I was picking her husband, 
I don't want to hand her to just anybody. I want to hand her to someone who's going to treasure her. That's right. Who's going to lead her and vice versa. If I have a son, I don't want to give my son. I don't want my son to marry a woman that's not going to appreciate him. Um, so be that type of person that makes our father want and excited about handing us to them. Does that right. make sense? Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, and and just you know, be radical, guys. Be radical in your love. And I've had people tell me, well, I love every. I've seen it. Well, the, he or she loves everyone else really well. But if you don't love your husband well, that shows me that your love is only only goes so far as um, your annoyance. Like your level of annoyance because the people that are closest mm. to you are going to annoy you the most. Right. It's easy to love someone you don't have to live life with. Oh, that's so true. So, hey, you want to be radical in your loving? Love somebody when you know all their faults just like Jesus does us. Right? Yeah. Anyway. You have anything else? No, man. That was – it's good to be back, dude, because I love these conversations. I miss these conversations, you know. I think one good thing, you know, about leaving for a week is is – you you tend to take things for granted the longer they go. You yeah. Know? So so when you're when you finally leave something for a little bit and you come back, you're like, dang, man, I admit, I I love this. You take it for granted. Yes. I, so so yeah. I'm back now, and you know, man, it's just ah. Oh, I get that. It's refreshing. It's so good to be back and have these conversations again. So thank you. Yeah, and thank you guys for allowing us to have these conversations by asking good questions and just joining us and allowing this ministry. Um, to exist because if, mm. if no one watched it or no one liked it or no one shared it or no one asked questions, we wouldn't do it. I mean, That's we'd right. have these talks, but no one else would hear it. That's right. So, again, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, do you have anything to add before we I give them the business meal? Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, it's just crazy to think that, you know, here we are, and it's got to be approaching close to a year of just, man, just on the grind, you know, every week just – answering these questions and just talking about these topics and man it's just been such a fun ride i'm so excited to be back and doing it again and uh, i love you guys thank you yeah um and i i agree it's it is we say it a lot but it's surreal so appreciate you guys so much this is real talk web series you can go check out our previous ones if this is your first time uh, 31 other episodes. You got a lot of content to go check out. Uh, yeah, and I think there's, I think they're all beneficial and cool, and hopefully you yes. guys find them that way too. They, they have been so good for us personally. Mm. Um, so a little bit of business up above again. That link is www.theremnant.live/real-talk. You can go ahead, fill out a question or topic. Please do. We want that. We want to interact with you and have those type of questions. If you're watching this today, and something sparks a question or a thought, or you have a verse or anything to share, would you comment below? I would love to see 100 comments of people who watch because we get 150, 200 views on these. I would love to see you comment in there and give us some uh, your thoughts because we want to interact with you. And be patient. We will get back to you and we'll talk and have some interaction. Yes, but we, we would love uh, love to do that. If this video has blessed you in any way or you've enjoyed it, would you do us uh, the honor and favor of liking it, sharing it even? And then on top of that, if you haven't liked our page, we are the Remnant Church of Columbia City, Indiana. You can go follow the link. Click on the remnant, go hit like, follow, and see first. Mm. Hey, it blesses us and helps you become a partner in the ministry again because the more likes you get, just the way Facebook works, the more people you reach. That's right. So we would love to have you join us in that. Um, if you want to donate to our cause or to this, to our cause, to this ministry specifically, you can give it anytime from your phone right now at www.theremnant.life slash give. Mm. Click the drop down box, hit real life, put in your amount. It's fully tax deductible. You'll even get a, a form that'll 
at the end of the year that'll tell you that you can yeah. claim it. Um, but you also will bless us and go right back into the ministry. So uh, I think that's about it. We appreciate you guys all so much. Mm. And join us this Thursday, September 19th at 9 p.m. for Real Talk Live on Facebook. Uh, we have a good time. We do some fun stuff. We do some oh, silly yeah. stuff. We do some fun. painful stuff that when we eat hot stuff. And <laughs> we uh, we have Real Talk. So we, other than that, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day, a great week, and God bless you.